This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. I just want to continue on the same uh, topic. Um, I don't have much today, but then I just want to, you know, touch upon some of the important aspects as we will continue to study the same topic even the coming weeks. Last week we saw about what is intercession, and we also saw is it biblical to intercede, and we studied that with some of the examples from the Bible, the intercessory prayer made by Abraham, the intercessory prayer made by Daniel. And of course, Jesus Christ himself. Jesus was considered as one of the great intercessory prayer warrior. Bible says Jesus prayed when he was on his flesh on this earth. And we also understood what is intercession. Intercession means it's a prayer or it is a petition that we are putting it to God on behalf of somebody else. And the intercession is also, it means, holding God's hand for his will to be done in our lives or in the life of somebody else. So we will study more in the coming days. We'll also study how to intercede and you know what are the benefits of intercessory prayer and what are the characteristics of an intercessory prayer warrior and who can intercede in all these things we are going to study. Today, let's spend a little time to understand who can really intercede. You know, intercession is nothing but standing in the gap on behalf of someone else. You know, God has called the church to stand in the gap for the world. You know, the world is going through so much the world is going through so much of sin and the world is going towards the eternal destruction. Unless a child of God gets on his or her knees and pray for the world, the world cannot turn back to God. You know, people are perishing day by day, whether we know it or not. They are all drawn to the eternal fire, the eternal destruction. And God is waiting upon the church to stand in the gap and intercede for the souls which are lost, which are, you know, perishing every day. And the call of God to intercede is for everybody. It is not for one bunch of people, one group of people. It is for everyone to stand in the gap and pray for others. Now, even in our personal prayer time, we need to make it a point that at least few minutes we pray for others. You know, we pray for our needs, we pray for our, you know, uh, whatever is going through in our family, our children, our situation, but we also need to make it a point that we need to just pray for somebody else. It may be, you know, some of the, you know, thoughts God may put in your mind saying that, you know, you need to pray for your, you know, you need to pray for your church or you need to pray for some elder who is really sick or so you pray for someone else, you know, who is going through trouble and difficulty in their lives you know as God gives you that desire we need to make it a point to pray for somebody else in our prayer so that way God has called every one of us to intercede it's not only to a group that God expects them to do, but it is in general for the church. So the call to intercede is to the church in common. 
you know but it is our desire that some people are willing to intercede and some people are not willing to intercede you know if, if you even if you take our church you know there are on Thursday there are a bunch of sisters they come and then cry out to God and shout and you know they pray asking God to you know bless uh, every one of us they tell every one of our name and every Friday every Thursday evening and they tell you know they are burdened with such a burden so it is also their desire that they want to come and spend that hour in prayer praying for so many things you know God expects every one of us to do that in Ezekiel chapter 22 in the book of Ezekiel Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 if we can read Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 word of God says God says so I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it but I found no one the book of Ezekiel chapter uh, 22 verse 30 says here God is crying out with pain God is saying that I'm looking for a man or woman who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land you know I'm looking for someone who can stand in front of me asking for blessing upon the land upon the people who are living in the land and Bible says and God says I found no one you know that's a cry of the heart of God saying that I couldn't find anyone who would intercede for me you know, all that God is looking for is someone who is available someone who will be available for God to you know someone who will be available to stand in the gap to pray for others someone who will be committed so if we say that one hour I'm going to just pray for somebody else or for the general need or for what is the what is going on during this time in this world you know we are committed to that one hour is committed to God so God is looking for somebody who is committed to that someone who is dedicated who uh, did their lives for the cause of intercession someone who is you know really excited and happy about serving God in prayer you know there are so many things we can do for God it's not just only the preaching it's not only the coming to church you know it is also we can take time in prayer and praying for so many things you know prayer is one of the powerful tool of you know against when we do things against the enemy prayer is one of the powerful weapon which we use to bring down the, 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 the power of darkness in our lives and in the lives of somebody else and prayer is one of the greatest ministry that we can do to God you know God honors such prayer ministries and God honors those who in the individual those who are praying to God all that God is looking for is someone who is unselfish and sacrificial in terms of their timing in terms of not just praying for them alone but also praying for somebody else and for those who are going through trouble and sickness and pain in their lives someone who will pray and fast and seek God's face in their life you know God is looking for an individual who can you know stand in the gap who can understand uh, you know the standard of God 
and who also know the standard of the world you know today if you look into the world the world is going away from god you know all the godly standards established in the bible you know even if you go to some of the churches there are you know old generation is still there in those churches you know they, their standard is much more closer to the god standard in the bible you know but then even those old generation when they look into the new generation they themselves will feel that the current generation the world is far gone away from godly standards standards so who inter- who can intercede someone who understands the standard of god and someone really has an eye to look into this current status of this world and then they come in the gap and say that lord i want to stand in the middle for the perishing world the world that is going away from godly standards you know once god if you are available god will put the desire and the need for such prayer in our heart then we will be able to intercede and ask god someone who is having a knowledge about the eternal death the severity of the punishment which is going to come upon the sinners you know we cannot just intercede without knowing where they, the world is heading to we will be able to intercede and ask god lord save my family save my dear ones who is not saved who doesn't know really about jesus christ they are christians but they are spending their life for all the worldly things they don't try to know who is god they are not saved if today if they die or if you are coming to the coming back to this world we really don't know where they are going to spend their eternity you know when you think about that if we don't get that burden about them you know we need to ask god lord i want to pray for them their life need to be changed i don't want them to get into the eternal hell because the eternal hell is an eternal punishment where they are going to struggle eternally i don't want them want them to get struggle get that kind of struggle every time eternally during the long time lord i don't want that to happen in their lives lord life life lord i want them to be saved so then we will start praying about them you know god is looking for such hearts who can understand the eternal punishment that is hell, kept on the sinners someone who believes the power of god someone who believes the power of god to save people to save and heal people and to deliver people and restore them and build them up someone who has that kind of you know the, the vision that kind of knowledge about the power of god what god can do to lives to individuals they are the one who can stand in the gap and intercede and someone who believes in the power of god's word and the blood and prayer you know all these are some of the characteristics of an intercessor who can stand and intercede for someone who is perishing you know bible talks us talks about you know there are many areas for different people we need to pray for you know let, let's quickly get into some of those areas in first timothy chapter 2 verse 2 if we can see first timothy chapter 2 verse 2 says therefore i exhort first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men now we need bible says paul writes to timothy and he says intercession and prayer and supplication need to be made for all men 
you know it is a responsibility of the church to pray for everybody in general we need to pray for you know everyone those who are going through trouble you know the, the part of the land where people are perishing and people are going through you know major situation major devastation and you know destruction in those part of the earth we need to pray for them and it also says in verse 2 for kings and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all good godly uh, godliness and reverence bible also says that we need to pray and intercede for our leaders you know we need to tell the name of our leaders our prime minister you know our government you know all our senators you know we need to tell their names and we need to we, we need to pray to god because you know every decision they make it is important every decision it is they make it is important you know especially for our living on this earth and also for god's kingdom on this earth so you know bible clearly says we need to pray for all men we need to pray for all ministers of god in psalm 122 verse 6 Psalm 122 uh, verse 6 if, if we can see here we see God is asking us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem Psalm 122 verse 6 pray for the peace of Jerusalem may they prosper who love you peace be within your walls prosperity within your palaces you know what does it mean when god says that we need to pray for jerusalem we need to pray for jerusalem and we need to pray for the country of israel that is true but it also represents that we need to pray for the church you know jerusalem represents the church we need to pray for the church and the ministries in the church and the move of god in the church and the people of god children of god in the church you know god expects us to pray for the church and bible goes on on and on and it says you know we need to pray for our friends in job chapter 42 verse 8 we will not read that i will just move forward uh, job 42 verse 8 says when job prayed for his friends when he prayed for his friends god delivered him out of all his you know distractions bible also says we need to pray for our friends you know we need to have a small list of our friends and every day we need to make it a point that we pray for them in uh, Romans 10 1 Bible says we need to pray for the countrymen we need to pray for the people who are living in the city people who live who are living in our community our neighbors people who are living in the society we need to pray for them um, in Matthew 5 44 Jesus spoke to his disciples and he said you need to pray for those who persecute you those who persecute you you know we don't have so much of persecution in our country but there are countries they are going through severe persecution you know people are killed and they are you know questions uh, questioned and they are imprisoned you know for the sake of the gospel for the sake of following Christianity you know they in that situation it is so true people who are beating them up people who are putting them in prison you know Bible says we need to pray for them we need to pray those who are persecuting us and Bible also says and Jesus says in Matthew 9 38 he says the harvest is plenty the laborers are very few we pray that the Lord of the harvest sent out laborers into his harvest you know what does the harvest means it means there are so much of work God's work to be done on this earth you know so much of God's work to be done on this earth it is uh, we need to pray to God that there may be enough ministers of God you know today there are very few who, who are willing to minister for God we need to ask God God may send God may raise up ministers of God so that they may go out and 
and do the work of God. That is one of Jesus who requested that to, to the disciples and asked them to pray that the kind of God of harvest may send out laborers into the harvest to do the work of God in their lives. Bible also says we also need to pray that we will not fall into temptation. Bible says you need to be watchful and you need to be prayerful that we may fall into sin. You know it is easy if we are careless we will fall into sin very easily. Because the world is so attractive that it can attract us at any moment and it can move us away from the presence of God. And we will lose the peace of God, the joy of salvation and everything can be lost in a fraction of a second. But it is should be our prayer every day. Lord keep me away from the sin of this world. Keep me away from the temptation of this world so that I may be found acceptable in your presence O God every time when we kneel down we need to ask God for his grace in our lives Bible also says as we saw yesterday in James 5.14 we need to pray for the sick you know every time when we gather together even in our you know personal prayer time we need to pray for those who are in sickness those who are going to sick going through sick times in their lives we need to pray for their healing and their blessings in our life so Bible goes on and on and says you know we need to pray for the wisdom we need to pray for forgiveness we need to pray for you know um, uh, the, the relief from afflictions those who are going through satanic evil attacks in their lives we need to pray for them so we need to pray for also pray for the unity of body of Christ the unity among churches you know today the churches are split very frequently because you know they have they have misunderstanding and there are so many issues um, you know between uh, you know them uh, you know who will do what and all those things there are so many things going on in this world we may not realize but you know in other part of this world there is so much is going on you know I was I was really sad when I when I heard this from um, I was speaking to my um, mom the other day uh, even at the time of um, the funeral of my dad uh, uh, there was an old pastor whom we, whom, who is known to us for a long time from the village and he he's, uh, he must be old now so he was invited for the funeral prayer uh, in the church and he was there and the pastor of the church was there and my mom was telling that uh, the pastor was you know he, he didn't give an, he, even a simple single chance to the other pastor who was invited who traveled overnight to come for that funeral you know because there, there is something between the pastors even the leadership in the church they're, they're, they are going through so much of divisions so much of divisions you know I heard that I very I was feeling it finding it very difficult to just digest I heard that it was the caste issue the one pastor is from one caste and the other pastor is from another caste so they don't want to give the you know opportunity for them to do the service you know this is going on in spiritual leadership and then how do they lead people into unity so it is you know it is very very important that as children of God we need to pray and we need to break those barriers which are set by man and which is not found in the Bible and we should ask God to give us the grace you know to handle those situations to see look everybody in equal in unity in oneness you know we should ask God for the grace to be given to the leadership of the churches you know that is very very important because you know the leadership of the church is very important because any move they take any wrong move they take it is going to affect the entire congregation so we need to pray for the leadership of the churches the body of Christ there are so many things you know Bible talks about that we need to intercede for so someone who is willing to do this and so you know and a believer who believes in God and who believes 
believes in the power of God, in the word of God, in the blood of Jesus, who believes the deliverance that what Jesus can offer, who believes that God is a God who is a prayer answering God, who does, who believe that, who can intercede. And he can intercede for all these various causes which are mentioned in the scripture. So today, before I close, I just want you to draw uh, your attention to two of the parables spoken by Jesus Christ, so that we may find out how do we intercede. How can we intercede? When we intercede, when we pray, uh, come together, praying in intercession, uh, interceding for somebody else or interceding for some other cause, how do we really intercede? Let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. Verse 5 to 13. I'll just read it for you. Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13. And Jesus said to them, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread? So we, someone has a friend. And somebody else goes to the friend's house in the midnight and asking him, can you give me, can I borrow three loaves of bread from you? For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and I have nothing to set before him. And the, the friend is saying that, my, my another friend, the third person, he has come after a long journey to my house, so I don't have anything to keep in front of him. So I have come to you in the midnight to borrow some loaves of bread. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot raise and give it to you. And even though he is friend, but since he is coming at the midnight, and the friend is saying that as the door is knocked, he is shouting and telling him, even he is not even getting up from the bed, and he is saying, it is already midnight, I am already sleeping, I am in the bed, even the children are with me in the bed. I don't think I will be able to get up and come and give you the three loaves of bread which you are asking. You know, verse 8, Jesus says, I say to you, though he will not raise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Now, if it's midnight, it is true. So it is midnight and already he is sleeping. Even though you are a friend, he may not just come and give you because you are a friend. But he may give you because of your persistence that he will rise up and give him as many as he needs. You know what Jesus is trying to tell here is, you know, if you just go and ask him, I need bread. And the moment he says, it's already midnight, I cannot get up and I cannot give you bread. And if you go back, probably you are not going to get your bread. But instead, if you still stand at the door and if you knock and again request him, again ask him for bread, then probably he may get up. Not because that you are friend, but you are persisting. You are still asking. Because of that, he may get up and give you the bread. You know, that's one of the parables Jesus told. Why he spoke this parable? You know, and this parable has a closer relationship with the intercession. You know, that's what we do. We are talking about how do we intercede. That's, what, that's how we intercede. When we pray for someone, we don't just pray and leave it and go. You know, there is a question among Christians today. Why we need to ask God again and again? You know, why we need to tell God the same thing again and again every time? 
God doesn't know that. Doesn't God know that he, he needs that? Just tell him in plain language once and just go away. You know, but God, word of God also says, Jesus told, he was teaching the disciples through these parables saying that you need to be persistent in, in what you ask. You need to be persistent in what you ask. You need to continuously knock the door. You need to continuously ask the door. You know, some of the blessings in our life, it doesn't come just like that. You know, some of the blessings will come the moment you ask God. He will give you. The moment you ask, all that you would have just told one word to him, and you will see the next, very immediately you will see that happening in our life. But you know, some there are some other blessings, they don't come just like that. One probably, probably like the friend, who is in need of bread. It doesn't come just like that, unless he stands there and call him, you know, every minute, and probably after five minutes or ten minutes, he may get up and give. Not because of his friend, but because he is persistent. You know, God is asking us to be persistent in some of our prayers. You know, some of our our prayers may not be answered because God wants us to, you know, continuously knock the door. Every time ask, ask God for a deliverance from that situation, for an answer for those questions. You know, then we will see God answering our questions. There is a similar parable in Luke 18. So we are talking about, we are studying how do we pray, how do we intercede when we want to intercede for somebody else or something in our own life. How do we intercede? In Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. Why Jesus told this parable? The, 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 the parable which you are going to read. Jesus told this parable because men should not lose heart in their prayer. Today, you know, we pray for two days, three days and five days and we don't see anything and then we just leave it and go. We don't pray. We don't pray about it after that. But then God is, Jesus is telling, we should not lose heart, but we need to be persistent. And Jesus, the parable goes like this, verse 2, Luke chapter 18. There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard men. Now there was a widow in the city and she came to the judge saying get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while but afterward he said within himself though I do not fear God nor regard man yet because this widow troubles me I will avenge her I will give justice to her lest by her continual coming she weary me he says I am a judge I don't fear of man I don't fear, even fear God but I will still help this widow not because I fear God, not because I want to do justice, but because this widow is coming after me every day and knocking my door and she's asking me to do justice in her case. So because of her persistence, since she is continuously bothering me and making me weary, and you know, she, she, she is continuously bothering me, I want to do justice. You know why Jesus told this parable? He told because he said, when you pray about something, don't lose your heart. Continue to pray like this widow you know like the other friend who was in need of bread we need to continuously pray to God you know to meet all our needs so just remember this when you know certain things in our life it they won't happen just like that we need to continuously pray for those things and then only we will be able to see the deliverance of God in our lives you know in uh, Bible says in first John in first John chapter 5 1st John chapter 5 verse 14 
first john chapter 5 verse 14 what of god says um, now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us this is the confidence that we have in Jesus Christ if we ask anything according to his will that he will answer me you know today what God is telling us we need to intercede for our own needs and also we need to intercede for others needs you know intercession is should be part of every one of our lives every prayer time we have with God we need to make it a point we ask for somebody else blessing not just only our blessing every one of us are called to do this and God is asking us to praise for so many things around us as we think see things around us you know there may be something which God may be putting in your mind the moment you walk on the road you see somebody you some see some person some boy or some girl you know you at the moment you see them you, there is a burden in your heart when you go back home just remember and tell to the Lord you know that is an intercession you are praying on behalf of somebody else it's not necessary that we should know that person even if we don't know the moment God put the thought in your mind you need to pray about it you need to ask God for their blessing maybe there may be going going through something in their lives but then our prayer will be answered in their lives and we need to intercede for so many things and during our intercession how do we intercede we need to be persistent we need to keep asking God keep knocking at the door because Bible says those who seek they will find those who knock the door the door will be open for them you know we need to knock the door continuously until God answers our prayer and this is the confidence that we have in Jesus Christ what is the confidence it says that if I ask anything according to the will of God he will give it to me he will hear my prayer you know that is the confidence we have in the Lord so with that confidence God expects us to move forward as we leave for God on this year shall we just close our eyes hope you are blessed by this teaching please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org God bless you